Welcome to the Sip and Soul podcast. My name's Angie Lightnecker, transformational coach, self-development junkie, network marketing advocate. For over a decade, I've been obsessed with the power of human potential and realized that the recipe is the same whether you're four or 104. In this show, you'll learn the recipe for living your best life through Posy Vibes and a Soulful Tribe. So grab a cup, let's fill yours up. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Sip and Soul podcast. It is extra- We have an extraordinary guest today all the way from Poland. So I'm really excited to welcome Michael. Tell me your last name. Stavinsky. <laughs> I would have absolutely not said that correctly, no matter how many times I've practiced. So welcome, Michael. We're really happy that you're here and excited to hear you share more about habits and the habits of successful people and tell us a little bit more about your journey okay starting from right now starting from right now yes uh, in 2012 i was stuck in my day job didn't really feel like i was going anywhere i was the sole provider so i felt like okay i need to stay there and yeah, there was no other option i had three kids and I, I actually felt miserable, like most of, you know, corporate workers. Um, it, it wasn't pleasurable to wake up uh, early morning every day, go on a train, commuting one, two hours and spend there eight hours before I come back home to meet my folks. So that was my life. And I also didn't feel confident in myself that I can do anything. And it was like that. And then in 2012, I read the book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. I was on vacation in Ireland, visiting my parents. Uh, and the book says, success is a few simple disciplines repeated over time. First of all, it was a big discovery for me because I thought success is like winning a golden medal at Olympics. That's success or starting Microsoft. Uh, or Apple. So I, I felt like excused from even trying to be uh, successful because, well, of course I couldn't reach a golden medal at Olympics. Goodbye. Uh, but a few simple disciplines and while reading the book, it's full of stories and I recalled my own stories, like, for example, getting a scholarship at the fourth year at my university studies. Um, it was both simple disciplines and the the the, uh, the main discipline behind it was I just showed up on every lecture, unlike my friends, my colleagues who were uh, having parties and so on. Uh, and then like I, I connected the dots, I got it. Okay, it's just doing small things consistently and it then it can compound it will compound it it not can it it will unless you uh, what's the word uh, counteract uh, with some opposite action it will compound and you will be successful well that was the idea but then i had to uh, try it really and give myself permission to try it uh, i grappled for the whole month with the message of the book before i actually sat down and wrote down a few goals and disciplines, daily disciplines to get there. And the rest is history. 
Wow. So 2012 and we're in, in 2023. So was this something that was like just in, in little baby steps? Like the, like you mentioned the compound effect, or is this something that immediately you began to see big enhancements in your life as a result of taking these steps? Yeah, of course it was uh, small steps and I didn't see the results immediately. And also because Jeff Olson uh, recommends starting goals for each area of your life from spirituality to fitness. Uh, so it's not like he, I focused on one area to get a huge success uh, very fast. Uh, and good for me, I'm not a speed guy. Like I, I, I'm more of a turtle who does things slowly and consistently and solidly. Um, so it started slow. I remember like I started with all those goals and disciplines, dozen of them or, or, or more. And after a month, I measured my reading speed. I was practicing speed reading for 10 minutes a day and I speed reading doubled in a month, which was a fluke by the way, like uh, it was a lucky shot, maybe good text. Uh, but I increased my reading speed significantly and I was like, whoa, it's working. Practice, small steps, small disciplines, and it's working. So maybe, maybe if I stick with other uh, disciplines and other areas that I didn't really believe that I can uh, achieve anything there. Like I had a dream of, of uh, having my own business uh, but I had no clue what kind of business, how to run a business, zero, no, nothing. And I felt zero confidence that I can do it. Uh, but that, uh, that speed reading thing gave me the confidence to stick at my daily disciplines as long as it uh, was necessary to see the results. It's amazing. That's how you got the name Mr. Consistency. I was reading in your bio that... That, that's your nickname is Mr. Consistency. and Yeah, I got it from my friends. We participated in online transformation contest at the beginning of 2013, which was actually about doing things daily toward your goals and reporting them in the community. And so everyone was supposed to do that every day or they wouldn't be eligible to win a, a prize for, for, uh, from that contest. Um, so that was normal for all of us. But then after the, mm, the contest, I stuck with my uh, disciplines and I reported them on my blog every single day. And my friends, uh, they saw that like week after week, month after month, year after year. And that that's how I got my... Nickname, Mr. Consistency. <laughs> Much deserved. So question, you know, you had mentioned earlier about the compound effect, right? You know, doing the same thing over time, it compounds. And then uh, the book, The Slight Edge, and it made me think of also the book Atomic Habits, right? So we, we develop habits over time. 
But if someone, let's say they want to change their habits in various facets of their life, you know, you mentioned earlier, like physical well-being and starting a business. And so if if they want to make many changes, what would be your recommendation? Do you just start with one, get very disciplined and, and consistent with that? Or do they set various goals in various areas? What do you typically recommend? Uh, well, typically what is recommended is starting with one or two habits in one area. Uh, but I would say it's, it's missing a bit. Now I'm a coach also. So uh, in coaching, one-on-one coaching, it's individual for everyone. There is a great book, Better Than Before by Gretchen Rubin. And um, then she like narrow it down to four different approaches to to habits from a person who needs to understand why it works and how it works uh, to a person who is a rebel who thinks well it's rigid i won't do it and so uh, it's it's an individual um and depending on who you are and what's your story the the approach is different for me when I was starting, I had no clue about the science of, of the habits. And uh, I just did what I thought was uh, hmm, right. No, I, I haven't even uh, thought about this. Like, okay, I knew that this is the vehicle to change my life. So I will change my life. I will develop the next habit and the next one. So I developed like a couple dozen habits in half a year. Uh, because I didn't know that it's impossible uh, to develop, uh, you know, two dozen habits in, in, in a half a year. Um, what actually I think now that I know the, the science of habits, what, what helped me a lot was in my mind, all those habits were easy. So I felt little to none uh, resistance for daily practice of them. Uh, like, for example, in, in relationships area, I, I wanted to overcome my shyness. And I started from uh, just making eye contact and smiling at people. And, uh, well, it's not hard. Yeah, it's not hard. <laughs> uh, it, it's pretty yeah. easy, even yeah. for a shy person, because you don't have to say anything. Uh, and uh, And the same was with other disciplines, like practicing speed reading for 10 minutes a day. I love reading. I could read the whole day. Well, speed reading is a bit more difficult, but still very easy for me in, in my mind at least. Yeah. So then I had uh, very little resistance. So I could do this thing and this one and this and this and the next one. And because they were all easy for me, I felt it's too able. So I did it very, very interesting, something I hadn't thought about before, but, you know, creating habits that you have less resistance first, like you didn't, you didn't enter the idea that it was difficult to do several of them. And so therefore it was easy because we'll believe whatever we put in our subconscious mind. And so that's an interesting thought to do things in which you don't, you haven't introduced a lot of resistance to. So I love that. Now, if someone wanted to um, harness consistency, do you feel like consistency is something that 
is innate for certain people and not for others? Or do you feel like it's something that is a skill that can be, that can grow? I know you said you love to talk about fixed mindset versus growth mindset. So I'd love to talk a little bit about that in regards to becoming a consistent. um, It's absolutely a skill. That's one thing. The other thing is that we are wired for consistency. This is how our biology works. In the talent code, I think that was by Daniel Coyle. I'm not sure. Uh, he just describes the reality. And biologists discovered that when people are doing something, uh, repeating it, we create neural paths in our brain. Okay. But what's special about humans is that when you repeat it with focus often, hmm, then this neural path is starting to be encompassed with uh, myelin, a substance that makes the neurons go, the, the, the impulses through neurons go even faster and stronger. So you are getting even better at whatever you are practicing. And we are the only species on, on earth that has this substance in, in brains. We are wired for consistency. So saying, oh, it's not for me, oh, I cannot. Well, unless your system is very, 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 very unique, one in a billion, no, it's not true. Love that, love that, love that. And you're right, you know, talking about brain science, those neuropathways, they do, it's it's that space repetition over and over and over and over again. It's how we, we create those habits. So what are the secrets to success? I saw you write in um, in the the form that you have the secrets to success. Would love to hear what those are. Yeah, that's the, the secret. Success is a few simple disciplines repeated over time. So do whatever you want to accomplish and just practice, practice, practice. Of course, there are some requirements, maybe pre-requirements. It's hard to succeed in uh, basketball in NBA if you are five feet five like me. It's not that easy. Uh, I guess a few guys did that. So it's possible, not easy. Yeah, four minute mile. (laughs) Yep. So, uh, but but this is the, the secret to success. And like, I love talking about this i'm doing this experiment every like once a year i put in google search two words uh, persistence and success and guess what always success has like 20 times more uh, hits because everybody wants success but persistence is the vehicle to success but nobody's interested in that come on give me the instant solution uh, no, it, we are built that way. Uh, it takes time to build those neural path, paths. It it takes time to encompass them with myelin. It takes time. It takes practice. It takes effort. That's the secret to success. Mm, love that. Reminds me of Napoleon Hills with um. You know, he says persistence backed by faith. That's that's the secret sauce and and keeping. Yeah, because I would say it's hard to be persistent without faith. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. they like two legs, yeah? hand if in you hand. Hop on one leg if you have only faith or only <laughs> persistence. 
but together yeah. you are moving forward. Yes, I love that. So what are some myths? Well, first of all, I want to ask you what success is to you. So back to that conversation you were just saying. So people are searching success. What is success? Uh, everybody has their own definition. Uh, and one, I would borrow from Jim Rohn, which what how he said that it's a, a pursuit of a worthy goal. Yeah. Uh, so for me personally, it's uh, being better, getting better at whatever I am for. And I'm big on spirituality and I devote like an hour a day to Bible study prayers and so on. Uh, So for everybody, success is a different definition. Um, the, The dictionary definition says, it's achieving something, yeah, achieving evil, which is bollocks, because we all know the stories of people who were like rock stars or big time actors, and they felt miserable. So if you feel miserable, why uh, pursuing your your goal? Well, the success will not taste uh, in the end, and it, it's not really a success for me. I don't. Belief in that dictionary definition. Yeah, I agree. To me, it's fulfillment. It's it's answering the nudges of your soul. You know, doing the things that light your soul on fire, being of service to other humans. You know, um, in whatever way that is. But I, I do find it interesting to hear the various definitions of of success. So, yeah. So really quickly before we we end this, I would love to hear some um, popular myths regarding habits and in creating them because I think sometimes we have bought into belief systems that maybe are not true or they don't serve us. So would you mind sharing some of those? Yeah, I would uh, point out two groups. One is how how long it takes to develop a habit. And there are plenty of myths from you know twenty-one days, thirty days to whatever else. There is even a widely quoted research about habit formation that it takes uh, <clears throat> on average sixty-six days. But there is a catch, sorry, <laughs> from eighteen to two hundred fifty-four. So a huge uh, difference. Uh, so it's a myth, like doesn't take days it's more about repetitions and more about the same circumstances so your brain can connect the dots okay uh, in the morning we are going outside and starting jogging that's the habit all right now we can create a neural loop in the brain uh, and then each repetition like uh, enforces this habit. So uh, that's that's one area. And the other would be, yeah, this is, this is really a myth because already what I said about the talent code and mealing and so on that, you know, well, habits are hard. Habits are, you know, you need a lot of willpower. You need to know what you are doing and add anything else. Nope, habits are natural part of uh, being a human. Uh, well, not even a human, because we share the same 
parts of brain uh, which are responsible responsible for habit storing information with beards, with reptiles, with very very primitive creatures, uh, because this is how nature discovered like optimization. Okay, if we uh, save something in the brain and then repeat it, uh, then in the same circumstances, let's act the same way. And that will spare some brain power for, I know, looking for predators or uh, anything else. It's very, very natural, very primitive. So saying like, I cannot develop goals is bollocks. It's, <laughs> well, you are a human being, you can, period. I love that so much. Where does decision play into this? Because I find making the decision, like, Sometimes we we teeter. It's like, oh, I kind of want to do this. Like passion, zest, decision, like really drawing the line in the sand. How does that play a part in terms of habit creation? It plays a part for those who, for whom this is a big deal. Yeah, okay, I need to decide and then I'm all in and it will be the end of the world if I break the streak. Uh, but not everybody is like that. So... Uh, there are people who, like one of my author friends, he wrote a book just about uh, picking the right habit for yourself, habit formation, something like that. The whole book about that. So very, very consciously deciding, okay, do I want this habit or that? What's the end goal? Why should that even pursue it? So a lot of thought put into the, the design of your habit mm. uh, like and the decision is entangled into that because yeah. well if you spend so much time preparing for starting something of course you all, you've already made the decision to commit yeah unless part of that decision making for in his book was okay maybe it's not worth it in the end yeah okay i want to be have a six pack but it means i will spend on in the gym two hours a day oh i don't have two hours a day oh maybe not yeah 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 that's a great example so where can people find your book or you if they would like to work with you or learn more can you tell us a little bit about your book well i have 19 books 19 there. Yeah, and they are everywhere amazon is the primary source uh, of my sales but Books are on Google Play, uh, Apple Store, and everywhere else. Um, well, maybe not in, the, not in the physical uh, bookstores. Uh, however, I have paperbacks on Amazon. Uh, and it's so nice to be a Polish guy in the English-speaking space. Just type my name uh, into the Google, add anything to that. I'm on Quora, Medium, so Michał Stawicki Medium and Bam, I'm on the first uh, page, probably <laughs> at the very top. And my That's blog awesome. is expandbeyondyourself.com. Expandbeyondyourself.com. Love that. Love that. So before we leave, a quick question. What is your superpower? Consistency. I'm sorry? Consistency. Being consistent. Oh, consistency. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I know that answer. I should know that. Being con Mr. Consistency, of course. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for sharing today. It was really, really fun. I took an entire page of notes. So really enjoyed chatting with you and we'll look forward to connecting more. Thank you, Angie, for having me. It's a privilege to be in front of someone else's audience. And thank you for giving me this opportunity. Thank you.